This is The Hair Loss Files, the podcast where we get super real about all things female hair loss. My name's Kimberly, your androgenic alopecia bestie and founder of Luster Hair. We're on a mission to break the stigma of female hair loss and take back our confidence. And lucky me, I get to spend this time chatting to you. We're all on this crazy wild ride together. So let's get into it. The best thing about this podcast is that we get to sponsor ourselves. This podcast, The Hair Loss Files, is sponsored by Clingy Fibers. This is our hair fiber brand. And if you haven't heard of it, oh my gosh, you definitely need to check it out. Hair fibers are such a lifesaver. They're so quick, easy to use, and an instant cover-up for fullness, thicker looking hair, it will literally change your life. And as I said, just so easy to use and just looks flawless. Clingy Fibers is your new bestie for thicker looking hair and it's just a simple sprinkle application. Our fibers are vegan and cruelty free, which is so important to us, but ultimately they're super gentle on your scalp. They don't irritate. Get to know Clingy on our website. You can go see us, clingyfibers.com. That's C-L-I-N-G-Y-F-I-B-E-R-S.com. Check it out there. Hello, hello, hello. We are back with another episode. This one is episode two. And once again, no disclaimer, but these are unscripted. These are raw off the cusp. There is absolutely no reason or rhyme as to what's going to come out of my mouth, which can be both very invigorating, but also very petrifying sometimes. And we uh, don't edit these too much. So today I we're, we're going to talk today a little bit about the dating stage like let's this thing it's called the talking phase all right I've been out of the dating game for a while and there's all these new terms in there that have been coined uh like things like situationship the talking stage like it's all mumbo jumbo to me but let me give you what my definition of the talking stage is this is basically the part of a new engagement with someone uh, where that be online all of my dating actually happened online I was you know fishing for my experiments via the apps <laughs> the talking stage I guess I would define it as the moments days leading up to before you meet okay so this is effectively just chit chat in the app you might have moved it over to text messaging or to instagram chat this is the talking stage now this can be this is the most annoying this is the most annoying part i i think of the dating world for me 
I'm sorry, but if you are talking to me for over a week and you haven't asked me out to meet in real life, you're going to be cut off. I literally don't have time to have a pen pal. I don't want a pen pal. I'm not interested in that. I have enough friends and I get to speak to you girls all day in the DMs and that's all the pen pals I could possibly, possibly want in my life. So I'm sorry, but if you're on a dating app and you're spending copious amounts of time talking to me via text message and not asking me on a date, I'm sorry, but this is going to be very short-lived. So my little bit, not rule, but my bit of a thing was if he hasn't asked me out in about two or three days of chit-chat, no, it's not going to happen. So that was sort of what I stuck to. Um pretty much worked out pretty much worked out okay but in these talking stages I guess I didn't realize how often men can comment on women's hair and I don't know if that is something they really need to be commenting on but lo and behold here we are and they're commenting on it um had many compliments on my hair obviously my hair looks absolutely bomb in my pictures because hello and behold surprise surprise it's not my hair um, so we talk about that there was one particular guy I remember I was chatting to him uh, he unfortunately well fortunately for, for me never made it to the date he was talking about you know obviously they're going to ask you what you do for work and I was very vague about it I just said you know I have an online business and then they would probe and ask what it was and then I'd say something like I sell hair online uh, hair pieces I use hair extensions because let's face it these guys absolutely would not know if I said hair toppers like wigs yes they would know some sometimes I said wigs and then they would ask um like some of them would ask lots of questions about that it is quite an interesting like imagine if you're on a dating app and it's like someone just says oh yeah I sell hair online you know it's something it's something to talk about it's it's not something straightforward like I'm an accountant you know um there's a lot of questions to uncover the first question was always is it human hair so that I thought that was interesting, very interested if it was human hair and then where does that hair come from? So very interesting discussions, um, especially for the talking stage. So props to those men, I guess, asking those deep hitting uh, questions. We always love them for that. Um, But yeah, there was one guy who said that if I was wearing a wig in my uh, picture on my dating app, that would be classed as catfishing and I'm thinking is this guy okay like is he is he mentally stable and so I probed into this and started asking him like why would you say that wearing a wig is catfishing and he goes if it's extensions it's not catfishing but if it's on top of your head it's catfishing and I'm just like this guy has absolutely no business in telling me that wearing a wig is catfishing. It's absolutely not the case. And he was such a red flag, this guy, like narcissistic. You know, he was saying all the wrong things. He was just not vibing at all with with the conversation. So he, yeah, absolute catfish. 
I told him that he was a catfish. Um, I can't really remember the full extent of the conversation, but I just told him that he was a little bit of a red flag if he thought that. And like, what do you mean? So anyway, lots of interesting, lots of interesting uh, comments. Uh, There was one other guy who actually did go on a date with him and he said to me, Uh, on the date like you know when I was going through your photos like one of the first things I noticed about you was your hair so that led into a really interesting discussion about I said oh like yeah yeah like you know how did I bring this up he was talking to me about my hair how it looked great and I said what would you say if I told you that this isn't all my real hair and he goes what do you mean I said well actually I'm wearing a hair topper And then he goes, what's a hair topper? And I said, it's sort of like in between hair extensions and a wig. It just gives me more volume and gives me that hair that, you know, people comment on like you you did. And he obviously didn't understand what I was talking about. So my next step in the, in, you know, the routine is to get out one of my videos that I've posted to Instagram and literally show them me putting on the hair topper and the faces if you saw it their minds are literally blown like they are bamboozled with the fact that it looks so good and because the piece is just you know humble plug the pieces that I wear do look amazing and they just can't believe it. They love it. They're so taken aback, but in a positive, good way. And that's the reaction you want. Those are the men that are like worthy of your time. Not even worthy, let's be honest. No one's worthy of our time. But they're the ones that, you know, you can give them a second date because, you know, all the things. So yeah, so there were an overwhelming amount of positive reactions sprinkled with those couple of red flags like the catfishing sort of um, sort of thing. But like when I was thinking about it, like when I was younger, so when I was like, I guess, dating in my early 20s, I, I wore hair extensions. So those of you who've been following me, like I lost my hair. I started losing my hair really young. I was 19 when I lost 50% of my hair and my first solution was hair extensions that were those clipping ones that you'd buy from a salon they didn't really match perfectly with your color but they you know would do for the time and I remember I was dating this guy and I was petrified of him finding out that I had hair extensions on and this was before like you know my hair was thicker than it is now but I was just like the worst thing that could possibly happen to me was this guy finding out that I had hair extensions in. I wanted to present as this effortlessly beautiful, long, luscious mermaid hair. I woke up like this vibe. And if if he found out that that was actually not the case and I did need to take about 20 minutes to look like that in terms of my hair in the morning... I would have been mortified to the point where to this day, to this day, and I dated this guy for like a year and a half, okay? He never knew that I wore hair extensions. I was that. Uh, I shit my pants. I did not want to tell him. 
And it got to the point where I pretended that I went to the hairdresser and cut my hair. So I would have an excuse to not wear the hair extensions. And I remember I was like, I'm getting my hair cut today. And I also got these extensions. So like, if I want long hair, I can wear them. Uh, And if I want my short hair, then that's all cool. So this guy to this day, not that he'd be thinking of it now, obviously, or even remember this conversation, even probably the next day he forgot it. I pretended I went and got a haircut. All I did was take out my extensions. And he goes, oh, your hair looks really cute, like shorter. (sighs) Girls, girls, the things that we do. Remember what I said last time. It is not about you liking them. It's like, sorry, (laughs) rewind. It is dating. You have that opportunity to be to be picky. You have the opportunity to choose, pick and choose, be picky. I'm giving you permission, be the pickiest person you could possibly be. Because on those first dates, there are flags flying everywhere and you don't have to accept anything. You're in the best position to weed out the rubbish, weed out the junk okay it's about if we like them not about if they like us which is what I derive so much of my self-worth when I was growing up it's like not even just from the opposite sex it was like you know does she like me does that teacher like me does that my friend's parents like me I was a slave to the self uh, people pleasing I was a slave to other people's approval other people's validation do you think I should date him what do you think what would you do do you think I should do this do you think I should wear this I was always asking questions and I was never making decisions for myself so this was a very I guess, awakening experience for me because finally I was deciding that I'm going to take back my power and I'm going to decide whether I like these people or not. And usually it was not. Usually it was, I do not like this person for this reason. And provided these men were fine, they were lovely, they were, you know, nice people. But I'm sorry, I'm not going to be settling for crumbs. And I also wasn't really in the mentality of wanting to find a relationship. I was literally just doing this to be able to make this podcast, which is like so funny now that I think back at it. Um, So yes, remember that these men are on trial. Relax and think of dating first dates, especially first, second date, third date. Think of it as making a friend. Okay, you don't have to, you shouldn't really go into it thinking, oh, this is going to be my husband. This is going to be the person I spend the rest of my life with. You're on date one and your mindset is at date 16. You're already thinking you're going to be meeting the family. What are you going to, you know, how are you going to present yourself meeting the family? Maybe he'll come with me for, for Christmas. You're jumping ahead. Remember, you're on a first date. You're assessing them and you're deciding if you want to spend more time with this person. Is this someone who makes you laugh? Is this someone who makes you happy? Is this someone who makes you feel good and, and valued and, and, and just a warm, fuzzy feeling? That's what we want. Well, that's what I want. I want the fairy tale, like butterflies. I'm a little bit of a romantic. I really like being swept off my feet and 
which can be to my detriment. We'll probably get into a story next podcast about what happens if you're too swept off your feet. What happens if you're like too swept off your feet to, um, and then you get lost in a moment that doesn't really exist. (laughs) I know the girls at Luster who are going to listen to this, they know exactly who I'm talking about. Yes. Another thing I want to touch on before we finish is age gaps. Let's talk about age gaps for a second. Please write to me if you have a, if you have some experience with this because when I was on these dating apps, I was doing age gap. Like I'm 32, I'm nearly 33. I don't really like older men. It's just I just don't. Like I I remember I went on a date with this guy. He was 36 and like if I think about it like the last time I went dating I was 22 so I feel like I'm stuck in this mindset where I'm still 22 and I'm just thinking the idea of being 22 and dating a 36 year old absolutely would have freaked me out but I went on a date with this 36 year old and I'm looking at him I'm thinking you're you're way too old for me and I actually said that (laughs) he was a bit taken aback I said to him you're you're a bit older than my type and he goes but how old are you I said I'm 32 and he goes I'm 36 like we're basically the same and I was like you're not wrong you actually you that sentence made complete sense and I was just like you know what I don't like 36 (laughs) so my um dating app uh at the time was set to 25 to 34 I just couldn't do 35 I don't know it's probably some other trauma I need to dig up but yeah age gaps like all for the younger guys great more energy you know you can mold them into exactly who you want them to be and a little bit more open-minded I feel like dating older men like I'm just think I might be wrong I'm 32 I'm gonna listen back at this when I'm like 42 and think Kim what the hell were you talking about you had absolutely no idea but I just feel like older men are sort of set in their way like they have their routine they have their job they have their life they might have kids which is fine but I don't want to fit into someone's mold I'm I'm my own thing I the guy you should be one whole person and your man your guy your girl whoever you're with is the cherry on top okay you're a whole person on your own you don't need no man. You don't need no girl. You are whole as yourself. You have your own life. You have your own values. You have your own commitments, your own fun. And the guy or whoever you're dating is just, they should add value to your life. They should be the cherry on top. And you don't want to be relying on them for anything. Okay? Yes, it's nice to feel a certain way. Of course, you're talking to like the biggest romantic But at the same time, you don't want to be needing someone, relying on someone. This is how I feel anyway. But yeah, I think we might leave it at that. It was really fun to get some of these little anecdotes out there. And I'm really excited to keep chatting with you about this topic. I feel it's very not talked about, especially in terms of hair wearing. It's really coming at it from that perspective. And... I guess I'm 
really excited to film the next one because I really want to talk a lot more in a lot more depth about first dates and maybe we can jump into that little bit of a toxic string of dates I went on with someone who I really feel swept me off my feet but then turned into a little bit of a disaster. Uh, I've got a few disaster stories not related to hair loss but if you're interested I can keep them coming. I've got a lot of stories. All right this was super super fun. I'm so happy to bring these episodes to you and I will chat with you in the next one but in the meantime please email me please write to me on Instagram. I'd love your feedback. I'd love your own stories. I just love hearing from you. See you then.